Welcome everyone to Awaken the Possibilities. I'm your host, Terry Wildeman. And today we have an episode that I think you're going to find quite fascinating. I've never had anyone like this person on my show. And all my guests are unique in their own right. And David Summerfleck is definitely unique. Uh, we've uh, spent some time talking before the show. And as you can see, he's all dressed in blue from the water bottle to the suit, to the glasses, to the, to the earphones. And we're gonna be talking about that because it's really a delightful story. Uh, David came to me through, uh, he reached out to me to be on the show. So I thought, okay, let's check this out. And you know what? He's really, really cool. So I hope you find what he has to offer as fascinating as I do. So let's talk a little bit about David. David is a, where are you? He is a digital marketing and business growth expert with over 20 years of experience working for multiple marketing agencies and 10 years experience as a nonprofit small business mentor. He is also the author of The Road to Digital Marketing Profit. One of the things that's not in his bio, which I can share with you, is that he also worked for, uh, he's a certified small business for SCORE mentor, and he worked with hundreds of business owners of every kind. So because of that, he loves working with entrepreneurs and business owners, with the, which is why you are my Awaken the Possibilities audience. You are entrepreneurs, you are business owners, and we are going through a time right now like we've never seen before in this generation. So it is time to get some wonderful insight and wisdom. Welcome to the show, David Summerfleck. Thank you for having me, I really appreciate it. Well, share with us, now that I, now that I um, uh, mentioned about the blue, Talk to me about the blue. I love it. Well, basically, blue's my favorite color, but basically, um, a couple years ago, I kind of, I'm semi-retired. I don't want to say I'm retired because I still enjoy working with people, but in a, in a more scaled back approach. But I decided to kind of take a step back from my last business and uh, change things. And so I wanted a new way of marketing and branding myself. And I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to be really back to basics and use my initials in my favorite color. So my business is DMS.blue. My website is DMS.blue. When I meet people at marketing or, uh, excuse me, networking groups, well, how can I reach you? I say, well, it's really easy. You see that little white bar at the top of your browser, type in DMS.blue. And they, they can't believe it because it's a very non-traditional uh, website address or domain name. Um, but also I was never the best dresser. And my wife, who was much smarter than me one day, just said, well, look, you know, I lost some weight. I needed to get some new clothes. Um, and she's like, well, look, just get, get, get new clothes in your favorite color. And I thought, that's genius. My favorite color is blue. I'll just wear everything blue all the time. And it makes it easy to market because people know me. There's the tall, skinny, ball-headed guy who's blue. What's my business? Blue, DMS.blue. What are my initials? So it kind of goes in 
together yeah. and, and syncs up together. And it makes things much more simple. And in a way, it's also very, very authentic. And the other piece about blue is from a spiritual perspective, mm -hmm. working with the chakras, yes, uh, the energy centers in the body, the throat is blue. Yes, and I remember you telling me that. And um, I think that's very, very um, interesting and really very appropriate because that's what I'm about is speaking truth to power to business owners, entrepreneurs, nonprofit founders, speaking truth to power to them and then letting them decide. You know, now it's time for you to speak your truth. I love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. So David, one of the things about branding is you're talking about symmetry and being authentic. Right. Okay. So for me, that is a huge thing is being authentic and being, you know, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, we need to really be true to ourselves. Mm -hmm. However, I find that a lot of us have a challenge with it. And I'm, I'm going to ask you, I'm, I'm going to share this story with you, the personal story, uh, just to get your perspective, because I think we need to hear this. You see the angels in the back. Uh, these are my angels. Angels have been a part of my life uh, forever. And I love having them back there and they have my back so I can have the back of you and my clients that I inter or whoever it is that I'm interacting with um, on my computer monitor and, and people that I have work with in person. However, there are folks, that's who I am. That's part of my brand, Awaken the Possibilities. Sure. Yeah, Awaken the Possibilities is all about, they help me do that. They help me work with everybody. But there are people who are really uncomfortable with my having my angels in the back. And I need to have a green screen and I should have something else on the back, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know what? That doesn't feel right. That doesn't feel authentic to me. This is who I am. Right. So I'm curious, David, I am not the only entrepreneur who has those challenges. Right. So can you speak to that as a branding and digital marketing expert? Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, if you look in... And, and I don't know if this is video or audio, but if this is video, you can look behind me and you can see that I have a picture of Buddha. Uh, it's both, now. by the way, video and audio. So Yeah, so I have a, a poster of Buddha on the wall of my office. Mm -hmm. Now, I probably need to put some more holes in the wall because on the other <laughs> side, I have a, a signed letter from, well, it's an autographed photo, rather, and a letter from the Dalai Lama. Um, and, and I have other things. I have an autograph photo of Judge Judy and some other stuff that I could put up there. But I also have a little statue of Shakespeare and everything behind me. It's basically things that make me feel good, that reinforce who I am as a person and the, just the things I like that I gravitate toward. So, um, you know, if you watch a lot of webinars, a lot of podcasts today, especially now, um, you see a lot of people speaking behind bookshelves or even having obviously uh, uh, phony backgrounds, yeah. for lack of a better term. And I personally just believe be yourself. The more in touch you are with yourself, the better off you will be. But it's not easy. It's, it's difficult. Um, and the thing is, the irony is, if you are a business person, professional with any length of time, 
or a service provider like a psychologist or a psychiatrist or a therapist of any kind. It's, it's very easy to look at other people and diagnose issues and solutions. It's very easy, but to do it for yourselves, it's, it's very difficult. So I've always struggled with branding for myself. Yeah. What should my SEO be for me in terms of who I can help, who I want to work with? That's very difficult. But I can very easily look at someone else and say, this is what your SEO should be. This is what your marketing should be and everything uh -huh. else. Because, right. of course, I can look at them objectively, right? Yes, exactly. I, I can't really look at myself objectively um, without a lot of preconditioning. But I think it's very important to be as authentic as you can. And, it's and with that, the that's the looking in the mirror. That's... I call that the inward journey, right? It's, which is looking in the mirror. Yeah, and it's very difficult. It's very challenging. You know, I read that right now. Um, what is it? April seventh, twenty twenty. As of right now, we have the COVID nineteen virus that's running roughshod through global economies and really making a lot of people either very, very, very ill or, or causing many people to pass away prematurely, and. It's, it's very difficult for a lot of people to stay home, to be reflective. Mm -hmm. And I read about many people are having great issues staying home. Yes. Um, I, I've seen some really, really, you know, horrible stories of people who um, just can't handle being at home. Yeah, they have a really hard time with it. Yeah, and I, I've read that the, the divorce rate is skyrocketing people living together, fighting more. Um, and it's, you know, what can you do? It's really important to be in touch with who you are if you can do it. Uh, you know, there's an old Eagles song, if you're, you know, an older guy like me called Learn to Be Still. And so, you know, I've learned a lot from Buddhism and Buddhism helped me learn to be still at times. I'm not perfect at it at all. Uh, I get up every morning, I make a list of things to do, and I put things in structure and go from monthly, weekly, and then daily lists, and I work from a very organized, deliberate perspective. But there are times when I also say it's time to just sit and be still for an hour. But one of the things I look at this uh, pandemic is an opportunity to refocus. In a way, I thought, you know what? It's not necessarily bad. Because as long as we have food, we're fine. Um, what was I really going to all these networking events for? What did I accomplish at these seminars and boot camps and workshops? And I might have felt good speaking to 100 people or something. But of those 100 people, how many people will really listen to you and act on what you suggest? They might have paid X amount of money to attend a digital marketing boot camp, right? For the sake mm -hmm. of example, mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many boot camps and workshops I've taught over 20 years in marketing. How many people kept in touch with me afterwards? How many people actually went out and did what I suggested and they said they were going to do? And I would go and look a week later and look them up online. Most of them were gone. So, you know, in a way, I look at this as an opportunity to refocus and re-solidify the foundation and get back to basics. You know, if I could show you the bookshelf right here, 
you know, um, I have a stack of books that, you know, the, this is what I need to get through this month. And then this month after that. So I'm like a pig in mud, as they say in the South. It's a good opportunity to get back to studying the classics and work on another book. Right. How cool is that? Yeah. Instead of refocus. And uh -huh. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I, um, in my Awaken the Possibilities, people have heard me say this over and over again. I look at it as humanity was asking for a nap. And NAP stands for nurture, appreciate, and pause. So yeah. when you think about it, if we pause and stop and take a real good look around, we have an opportunity to really see what's working and what's not working. And, and that's the key. It's an opportunity. It's, it's really up to us whether we're going to take that opportunity and how many of us are going to go back to the old ways. Because my um, in business, Business has changed so much that I don't think there's going back to the old ways. And if you don't shift your business yeah. to the needs of the client as they, where they are moving towards now, you will become obsolete. Many of them are becoming obsolete mm -hmm. very, very quickly. Very if you, quickly. If you look at, um, what is it, CNBC or the financial channels, they tell you how many people are filing for unemployment across America. Right. How many business owners are going bankrupt right now. Mm -hmm. um, uh, my wife was telling me just this morning that um, the, the very large bank, Wells Fargo, said we're no longer offering small business loans. Too bad. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's an extremely challenging time. Where I live in Southwest Florida, there are a lot of local mom and pop shops, small business owners. I wish all of them were offering home delivery, but I can honestly tell you, I know most of them aren't. I wish most of them were online and that they could take orders online for home delivery, but I know most of them aren't and they won't. And they don't have much more time to pivot. Right. There's not a lot of time that they, you can keep paying that, um, mortgage or rent and just not having customers coming in or a huge drop off. So it's really important to be able to pivot. Now is the time. So that pivoting piece can be very painful for people. And I'm yeah. going to give you an example of somebody who pivoted and was incredibly successful. Um, and I would love for you to comment on it afterwards because I, I know that there are some, and I need to give an example of a phenomenal pivot. I just, uh, went on a three-day conference. The conference was supposed to be in Montreal, Canada. Yes. And it got canceled. The, the person who gave this conference, I saw live in San Diego three years ago. And this person was heck-bent on not doing it online. And so many people, they had 250 people registered for this in Montreal. I was not one of them because I had, a, I, I had other commitments here that I could not change that were very important to me. And when the opportunity came, they, they had so many requests from around the world of those 250 people to take it online, take it online, take it online. And he finally said, okay, I guess I'm going to do this. Within three weeks, Something he said he would never do, never, ever, ever do. Within three weeks, his team 
transformed and put on a online event for 450 people okay and it was phenomenal it didn't skip a beat other than the great food that he always offered but <laughs> excuse me but it was phenomenal he pivoted and there was one word that i have to use to describe the step that he took and the word was courage yeah can, can you talk about that sure absolutely um there's so many different angles to discuss it from you know i um there's a, a website or business basically called meetup.com which was a mm -hmm. division of we work yeah. um what's happening to we work right now i have no idea they're probably not doing very well because they rent out office space and co-working right. facilities. So guess what? You don't want to go to a physical office. You want to work from home if your employer will let you. Yes. Most employers in the U.S. are not scaled in that way. And even if they could, they want to be able to physically see you to know that you're working. Right. Um, but recently, meetup.com, which encourages people to literally meet up and go to networking groups and um, workshops, boot camps, things like that. Over the years, I've had many, many, many digital marketing boot camps and marketing workshops through Meetup. Um, I remember when I had my own uh, small agency, I remember once we didn't have enough clients in the pipeline. So I went to meetup.com, created a couple of day-long boot camps, and I literally, you know, paid the mortgage one in one month, you know, in one day, you know, so it's great, but now you can't do that. So I give them credit for being able to change direction very quickly. And now if you go, well, I think maybe it took them two or three weeks after the virus began to spread that they said, look, everything should be done online right now. Yeah. Everything should be done online. And you see more and more people are going crazy using Zoom, uh, working from home. Mm -hmm. I read recently that the White House Task Force on Supply Chain, someone had the coronavirus. So they said, okay, well, we need to do everything remotely now. Yeah. So that's another great example of being able to change direction very quickly mm -hmm. for um, the small business owner, an entrepreneur. Right. What does that mean for them? That means if you own a yoga studio, for example, you should be able to use the video like we are right now mm -hmm. and do video classes, offer podcasts mm -hmm. as well. Uh, Joe Biden, the presidential candidate, I read just started a podcast to try to reach more people because he's mm -hmm. an older guy and doesn't want to, and so on. So they're all doing it now. They're all doing more and more video, more audio uh, mm -hmm. outreach, and that's what everybody needs to do. So whatever business you have, and you can throw me a million examples, um, and I'd be happy to field them. They all need to be changing how they approach doing business and how they market. And marketing mm -hmm. is, to me, marketing is not a dirty word, obviously. Marketing means reaching out to yes. the other person and saying, look, here's what I do. I could help you if you're interested are you interested? Do you need help? Or 
you know, there are things you don't understand that I could shed light on. Now, then if you decide that you want help and you're ready for that, we can move forward. But if not, that's okay. God bless you. Have a nice day. But to me, that's what marketing means. And I'm, I'm very, very passionate about that because I've seen it used and misused so many mm -hmm. times. You know. so, well, I have to ask you this um, based on how you presented it. One of the things that drives me absolutely ballistic, David, and I'm going to get into the sales process because I, I just sure. did a, I just did a uh, webinar on branding um, that were, that where we talk about the scenario that I'm going to present to you. I go onto a platform. Mm -hmm. It's a business, a B2B platform, and somebody connects with me, and I read their profile. Yes, no. Yes, no. Okay. Yes, I, I accept them. And out the gate, they're selling me yes. on their product. I and, get it every day. Oh my gosh. It drives me absolutely out of my mind. And what do you do when that happens? What do I do? Yeah. Well, just last night, I wrote back to somebody who did that. And I said, no, thank you. I only buy from those I know, like, and trust. Right. Now, if you would like to have a networking conversation with me, and having no pitch 15 minute virtual convoy, yeah. a convo, this is my link, www.coffeewithterry.com. And we can chat for 15 minutes and I can get to know you and you can get to know me. And then we'll see where it goes from there. Right. I did that last night. <laughs> that was just, <laughs> yeah. to me. I get that every day. Yeah, I, I, I get I, it all the time. It drives me crazy. Yeah. Um, so you, how would I handle that? Yeah. I can tell you what I do when I get it, depending on what mood I'm in. Um, <laughs> usually what I do is I shake my head and I just delete the message. I do that a lot. Mm -hmm. I just yeah. delete it. I, it's spam. I don't know the person. They're not making any, um, attempt to get to know me as a person. Exactly. They don't know what my interests are or are not. Yes. You don't know what my needs are. Maybe I don't need financial planning, for example. Maybe I just wanted to connect on LinkedIn with a financial planner because I liked some of your posts and I mm -hmm. thought it would be good to grow that online. Yeah. Um, I've gotten, like I said, I get them every day. Usually I delete them. Um, there's a profound difference between posting content online and attempting to generate substantive conversation. And it's the same as going to a networking event only online. How many networking events have we been to? I'm sure this has happened to you too. Yeah, yes. Where you go to the person, and I'll tell you one recent example. I went to a Chamber of Commerce event maybe a month or two ago. And so I went to the event and I look at what there is to eat and what's going on. And I, I'm probably, unless I'm standing at a podium, I'm a pretty shy, reserved person. And um, so I go there, I'm looking around for what there's to eat. I'm standing behind all the ladies because I, you know, I'm like, protect me, you know. <laughs> and anyway, I talk to people and it's, well, what do you do? And I say, well, I'm a digital marketing expert and, you know, I'm a business growth expert because that's basically what I do. And, um, they, well, I don't need any help. Bye. I'm like, all right. 
And then I go home and I look at their business card. I look up their website and I'm like, look, first of all, there's no way you're number one at Google. There is no way that you're maximizing your potential financially because you could be taking payments online and you're not. If I look you up and uh, look up your type of business in Google, you're not number one. So, so there's I'm always here. avenue for employment, uh, uh, for improvement. Yeah. That's my point. What if, what if the reason, and I, and I do believe that this is actually very true because I've experienced it myself. People, they say, oh, I don't need it. Only because it's a financial thing. They put money first and they think you're going to cost a lot of money before even having a conversation with you. Well, let's talk about it. Um, part of it, I think, and, and again, this is what I did several months ago. And now if I were to go to a, a, a business networking event or a chamber or luncheon or what have you, and I really shouldn't be going to them anymore. It's not a good use of time for that matter. But if, if I do go, I wouldn't say I'm a digital marketing expert. And the reason for that is I think many, many times people focus in on tools and not objectives. Yes, yes, because yes, yes. They obsess over the type of phone not what are you going to say to the other person and how will you say it? What will you talk about? So that's one. The other point is um, I'm having a senior moment. The other point was, um, can you help me? I'm, I'm, I'm having a yeah, senior well, moment. Well, here's what's happening to me. Here's what I'm seeing. And if I may jump in, you held your phone up. Your phone is blue. Can you pick up your water bottle? Water bottles blow. So I could see if I were uh, connecting with you, let, let's, let's do a networking piece together. Sure, if sure. I were connecting with you at a networking event and I were to see you and I see that you are all blue and I see that your phone is blue and I see that you're, you know, you, you pull this water bottle out of this bag that it's blue. I would come up to you and say, okay, I'm curious what's this blue thing and what right. is it all about to share you, that so play with me david right you're attempting to build rapport yes. and to stimulate conversation because yes. yeah everybody um has a connection and by doing asking that question you brought it back uh back on track and yeah basically we all have potential connections but because people have a tendency to look at what's in it for me or they look at the tools rather than the objectives. We lose focus. We look for things to uh, compartmentalize. And so how would I handle that? I would say, oh, thank you for asking. And you know, mm -hmm. here's my background, like what we did at the beginning of this. Right. And um, that's so what let's it's really do, let, Let's do a little role yeah. play here because I think sure. it's important for people to understand that if that's okay with you. Sure, so sure. So I come up to you and say, hi. I love this blue thing that's going on with you. What is it all about? It seems like it's almost part of a, a is it part of a brand? Right. And I would say, oh, yes, thank you so much. And here's what I do. Here's why I do it. You know, the blue is just a visual representation. Um, it's my favorite color. But obviously, I have to wear clothes when I go talk to people. So this <laughs> is how I choose to garb myself. But okay. emotionally and mentally, it also helps people feel at ease, which is very important. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I know the color blue is about confidence, confidence, and credibility. So you got it all over you. Which is obviously very important. Yeah. So I'm curious, obviously this is part of, so again, this is me in role play, David. So I'm curious, this is part of your brand? Yes. Okay. So how is it part of your brand? Tell me more. Yeah, it's part of my brand insofar as the color for all the marketing collateral. It gives it a visual uniformity um, and also a syncing up, if you will, with me, basically, you know, the central focus or driver of the business. Um, But it's also how I want people to feel at ease and relaxed. Okay. um, And able to, to help them. So, but how do you help people? What is it that you do? Right, exactly. And how I help people is by helping them ignite growth in their businesses. But how do you do that? I mean, well, so, we, so what, what is it right, that you do? Right. We use a, a broad spectrum of tools, digital marketing, what I like to call boots on the ground marketing or old school marketing, as well as con- consulting. That and that sounds goes really across cool. the board. Yeah, if you Google the term digital transformation, that's really the best representation of what I do, where digital transformation is basically taking the business and saying, how can we use modern technology to help you operate more efficiently, to reduce overhead, to increase revenue, um, and just operate on a higher level across the board so that a local mom and pop business can work in a very, very, very streamlined, organized way like an enterprise level business would, which an enterprise business would probably, I think they have around 50 employees or more. Okay. So, so what I'm hearing you say is if I work with you to help me brand my business and being a digital marketer, ran my business online, you're going to save me time and money by getting me out there in a streamlined way? Right. And that would be a part of it. And another okay. part another part of it is also helping you get to the top of Google and also be more heavily advertised in the appropriate uh, channels for you. Well, I would love to meet up for a cup of coffee with you to see where we can take this. So can, uh, can we connect? Can I have your business card? Sure. Here you go. Thank you so much. <laughs> right. And, and obviously Thank if you. I don't, yeah. And if I don't have a business card, I would just say, look me up online, dms.blue. And it also helps people remember that and retain it more because yeah. Those are my initials. It's what I do. Oh, I remembered the color. Right. So it works and, across multiple right. uh, avenues. So I hope people, uh, audience, I hope you learned a little bit about that, and you know, from a networking perspective. And ask, what was the one thing I did? I kept asking open-ended questions. Right. That's right. I kept and asking I'm, open-ended questions, which kept and getting you to answer me back. Yeah. And I'll tell you when I meet people at networking events and they do come to me with that energy, I always find it very, very endearing. I always find it very engaging. I always say to them, oh, thank you so much. Let's sit down. Let me get a cup of tea or something and really talk to you. Um, 
you know, like an adult, like a caring human being. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you get something from LinkedIn or Meetup or whatever, Alignable, there's a million of them now. And people try to shove their business down your throat. It's, yeah. it's always very obvious that they're, you know, when they come across like a huckster or game show host or something, and you just feel like, you know, I, I, I don't have time for this. So, right. you know, on an individual level, when I talk to people, I just say, tell me what it is you're trying to achieve and why. And, you know, do we have, you know, a half hour of your time to really talk about this mm -hmm. as adults? And that's I've, so important. Yeah, I've gotten so many phone calls where people, I am not kidding. I've had people call me and just say, how much? How much is a website? How much is SEO? How much is e-commerce? And I said, well, sir, ma'am, how much is a car? I don't know what your destination is. I don't know what you're trying to achieve. I don't know if you want your road to be rocky or if you want it to be comfortable. I don't know if you want to give people the appearance of being classy and refined and ex authoritative, or if you don't care what your appearance is and you don't care, uh, for example, if your website works on modern phones or not. So I can't tell you how much anything is until A, we can talk about this being a service and you having objectives. Does that make sense? And if they say no, or they get angry, I say, well, God bless you, have a nice day. You're probably not a good fit. I wish you all the best. There are probably other people who could help you. It probably won't be me. Have a nice day. I I'm, don't have time for that. I'm not 21. Um, but if they say, yeah, oh, you know, I really want to talk about that, like what you did, then I say, that's great. You know, we could probably make some headway with this. Let's talk about what are you It really, really is the match, isn't it, in the relationship? Yeah. yeah, and that's what it is. It truly, truly is about the match. And yeah. in, you know, so what I'm going to share with the audience is, please, if it's about money when you're interacting with somebody, it's not going to work. Yeah. But if it's about sharing and it's, it's about being really interested in helping the other person succeed, there's an energy there. So sharing and authenticity come before prosperity. So in order to get prosperity, it's about sharing first, being authentic in your sharing, and the prosperity will flow afterwards. To put it ahead of the other two, it does not work and you know that david absolutely i couldn't agree with you more and there's also synergy mm -hmm. you know before we began uh talking online and and uh through audio we were talking about your angels and the buddha and the background and everything and um and you did exactly what you just demonstrated right it's so important to establish that communication first. Rapport. Rapport, exactly. Before you try to do things on a business level, because if you don't have that rapport, you really can't get uh, people on the same page with you. And if you're a business owner or entrepreneur or nonprofit founder, whatever, you need experienced professionals to work with you who can understand what you're trying to do and why. Yeah. You know, the why is so important. 
you can outsource everything. You can do everything for the cheapest price, but you'll be costing yourself much more in the long run. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and there's a profound difference there. So one of the challenges that a lot of entrepreneurs have is they feel they need to do everything on their own yes. because they don't have the, the cash to be able to pay to create a team. What are your thoughts about that, David? Because I know um, that's something that I talk a lot about with my own clients, that the team mm. is so important so that you can focus on working on your genius. Well, there's several really uh, good points to touch on there. So you talked about team and you talked about DIY, mm-hmm. which is huge in in marketing. So you know, every day I always see this on forums, as you would imagine, there's Wix and Weebly and Squarespace and Vistaprint and WordPress.com, WordPress.org. What's the difference? What do I do? And people are overwhelmed by tools. Meanwhile, the objective remains completely blurred. Yes. And that's one of the reasons why I wrote my book, The Road to Digital Marketing Profits, because I found so many people obsessing over tools and prices, but not looking at objectives and goals and saying, <laughs> I want to be a better husband. I want to be able to provide for my wife and my family more effectively. But my business, I have a website, but it looks awful. Nobody looks at it. I don't get any phone calls. How do you measure success in digital marketing? Are you getting more phone calls and emails every day? If the answer is no, then you're not. Really, really, really bare bones simple. And that's where you need the team part. And so how do you find the people to work with? You build the rapport like what you you were doing. You build the communication, but you also look for experienced professionals who know what they're doing and they have expertise and care about you and say, look, you know, I really want to do well for you. Let's talk about rules of engagement or just terms or, you know, before let's really make sure that we have everything together before we jump into this, because I really want to hit a home run, you know, um, So you really want the people to go over that with you, whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's marketing or looking Mm -hmm. for a plumber, you know, and that's really, really important. Um, I see DIY every single day and it's always, we're not getting enough phone calls. We're not getting any emails. What do we do? I'll give you a great example if I can. Please. My wife was uh, going in for cancer treatment and I had scheduled in a, in a consulting appointment with a lawyer. I scheduled this like weeks before I found out, right? So to say I was stressed out was an understatement. Yeah, I'm sure. And I was waiting for her in the car because I didn't want to go in. I knew what was going to happen. And I thought if I go in, I'm going to be really, really nervous. I'm just going to get in the way of things. And there's really nothing for me to do. Uh, Because you're going to go in the waiting room and then you're going to go inside where I can't go anyway. A lot of radiation Mm -hmm. and stuff. I can't go in there anyway. So I waited in the car that particular time. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm supposed to call this lawyer. You know what? Let me go ahead and call her. I was so stressed out from this, as you can imagine. I called her up and just said, hi, this is David. I know we scheduled the appointment. 
just ask whatever you want and I'll answer all of your questions with total honesty and sincerity because the truth is, I, I didn't tell her this, but the truth is, look, I don't need the money. I do it because I love the work and I can, you know, I, can I help you? Of course I can. I know I can. I have no doubt. I know I could help her like I knew I'm bald, okay? And so I'm sitting in the car and I'm like, even, even going through what I was going through, I knew I could help. Because I'd already looked at her website. I'm like, this is atrocious. There's no way for people to contact you. Your form doesn't work. It doesn't look professional at all. You got ads for your competitors on the bottom. It looks awful. Of course I can help you. And plus you can put all your bookkeeping online. And there's a million things you could do. And so I just told her, I'll answer your questions. So I'm waiting in the car. An hour later, she's done asking me questions. We're both exhausted. She told me, you know what? I was stressed out and anxious before I talked to you. I'm more stressed out now. I was getting ready to just go get a job at Starbucks and give up practicing law because no one's calling me. And I said, I'm really sorry you feel that way. I'm going through a lot of stress right now with my wife going through cancer treatment. I just wanted to answer all your questions and be as honest as I could. And by doing so, I did you a disservice because I gave you all this information. You asked me about all these tools and it makes no, it makes no sense because you can't put it in context. She She doesn't know what SEO is. She doesn't know how to program the SEO she doesn't uh-huh. know how to program it into her Wix or Weebly or Squarespace or whatever. And they're not made for that. Right. They're, yeah. made, for ho- they're made for hobbyists. Uh-huh. And so um, I just said, well, I'm sorry. You know, we just couldn't connect. If you want to get back in touch with me in a month or two, I'd love to talk to you again. If you don't want to, I understand. I wish you a lot of luck. And if you decide to go work in Starbucks, good luck, you know, with, with that. Learning just, how to be a barista. Yeah. And it's a shame. From barrister to barista. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, exactly. It's a shame because all that specialized knowledge is just going to waste. So that was a, a prime example of DIY not working. And I've had probably a dozen interactions with lawyers in particular, mm. just like that. Did she call you back? No, I didn't expect her to. Because she's overwhelmed. She's completely lost in a sea of tools and bright, shiny objects. Whereas the objective, getting more of the right types of clients, we never talk about that. She should have asked me that. Instead, she's asking me, how can I do it all by myself with my DIY free website, which is not going to do it. Right. It's like throwing a, a computer at someone and saying, now be a web developer. Mm-hmm. So the bottom line, and we've gone way over, but this has been such an interesting conversation. The bottom line is, as entrepreneurs, it truly is important for us to create a team around us that supports us. Get the accountant, to, unless you're an accountant, get the bookkeeper, get the accountant to do that side of the house. Get a webmaster, somebody who really knows what they're doing. Get a social media director so that they really know what they're doing. And you go and you do what you need to do to step into your zone of genius. And your zone of genius is your talent. Your zone of genius is what people are waiting out there for. And I'm going to share with you what I share with my clients. Who are you as an entrepreneur? 
to not own who you are, number one, and have the courage to be who you are wholly and completely with the team behind you, with the courage to step forward because your tribe is waiting for you. So if you're not doing everything possible to help get you out there the way you need to be, you're letting your tribe down. You're letting the people down who are waiting for your brilliance. Yes? I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, and I would only add to that, um, you know, how can you tell an experienced professional from the neighborhood hobbyist is look for testimonials and references from yes. verifiable sources. It's huge, a big, big, big deal. That is a big you know, deal. Um, I, I take a lot of pride in that where I have people's names and their phone numbers even. Uh, people are references for me. If people don't ask for references, I ask them, why aren't you, don't you care about that? You know, if you go to a doctor, you see certificates, you see degrees, you, you look them up online mm -hmm. to see the reviews. If you go to a mechanic, you look for the certificate or the degree or right. the vocational college they attended. You look up the reviews online. You right. see a lot of other cars in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. But when they work with an accountant or a digital marketing expert, in a lot of cases, they don't. Mm -hmm. How much? Okay, right, I'll go work with right, that person. Right, right. They offered to help me for $50. Well, good luck. Yeah. That's just not the way to do it. I get it. I get it. I hope my audience gets it. I do David, too. David, I would love, can you reach back and grab your book? You may have to take your headset off. I would love sure. for you to share your book online. Here. Sure, give me one minute. I'm going to go ahead and get up. And for those listening, I'm going to get up and show it to the camera. Yes, please. Okay, let me put the headphone back on here so I can hear you. Well, we hear you great. Just want to let you know. <laughs> okay, here it is. Okay, closer, 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 closer. Ah, beautiful. The Road to Digital Marketing Profits. Beautiful. And where can we get a hold of that book? Here's the ISBN. You can purchase this on Amazon.com by just nice. looking up the, the title. You can also go to my website and click on the Amazon logo. And it is basically a workbook. It's a very non-conventional book about digital marketing uh -huh. that takes the perspective of, let's say that you're a total beginner. You're a small business owner, nonprofit founder, whatever. You're completely new to digital marketing and you're overwhelmed by all these terms, SEO, content marketing, meta tags. Mm -hmm. You're overwhelmed by how do I get from point A to point B? Point B mm -hmm. being they're calling me, they're emailing me every day. I have people who I want to work with and they want to work with me or you want to walk into a credit union or bank and take out a loan and you want to have a plan to show them how you will make money with your business and use digital marketing because they want nice. to see that in a business plan. So that's all in that workbook. Nice, so nice, you start nice. on page one and go all the way through. And at the beginning, you're getting in the car and it literally says getting in the car. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, you're at the, the, your destination. Very, very nice. Sounds really exciting and an incredibly helpful tool for anybody's toolkit in growing a business. So David, what parting words do you have? What, what is your favorite piece of advice to give people to close out on? Um, I think it's really to stand up 
for what you believe in and your own true voice. Be true to yourself and don't act from a place of fear. One of my favorite quotes is from the late great uh, activist Malcolm X who said, if we do not stand for something, we may fall for anything. And he certainly um, represented that concept in his life. And so I believe in representing that idea um, in what I do, you know, as a consultant. And so I would give that message to people listening or watching nice. to be, be really heartfelt. Don't give up on what you believe. Just take a very deliberate, structured, organized perspective. Build the foundation first. Um, another great quote from Henry David Thoreau, who wrote Walden, said, build your castles in the air for that is where they belong. Now lay your foundation beneath it. So that's my advice for business owners in general. Thank so, you so very much. Speak Absolutely. your power, but don't give up. I appreciate your time with us today with the Awaken the Possibilities audience. You can find out more about David at dms.blue and we will have all of his social media links underneath the, uh, the websites, or not the website, his meme on the awakenthepossibilities.com website. So thank you so much, David, for being here. To my Awaken the Possibilities audience, you know that Intuitive Leadership University is gonna be launching soon. We have the Leadership Wisdom School, the Business Wisdom School, and the Life Wisdom School. And we are starting with the Leadership Wisdom School. Also, I would love for you to join my Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Awaken the Possibilities. So on behalf of David and the angels behind me, have your best week ever, and we will see you in the next episode to your success, everybody.